All right, we are here. This is episode number 48 of the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, coming at you on this beautiful, an actual beautiful Friday. Just finished up the 12 p.m. fit class at Mao Detox Performance with uh, Coach David, Shredlocks, awesome class as always. So just hopped into my car. Woo! Finishing off the year with this podcast. Here we go. So I guess I should address the fact that I haven't posted a podcast in almost a month. I think it's been three weeks, four weeks. Um, I did have a couple like lined up but I wasn't too happy with them and it's been too long since I actually recorded them so those are going into the trash so I hope you guys had an awesome Christmas hope you guys are having a nice um, holiday break if you're taking a break me personally I haven't worked since the 24th I think today is the 28th or the 20... I think it's 28th. And I'm not back until January 2nd. So, honestly, it's been a lot of chilling, a lot of hanging out with my girlfriend, a lot of hanging out with my friends, and just not doing a whole lot in general. It's been awesome. Like, I desperately needed this. And I'm actually going to talk about that today. So the reason why I didn't post any podcast the last three weeks is I really just wasn't feeling, I just wasn't feeling it. I was super burnt out, super tired, didn't really feel like myself, wasn't super motivated, and I was just kind of getting through the days, you know, as opposed to actually being excited about the days and having fun with it so my last podcast was the attending the strong first kettlebell course i hope you guys enjoyed that one i've been practicing what i've learned from there and it's been awesome so far just like putting a couple of the cues to use and my kettlebell work has improved drastically And in turn, my ability to coach the movements has improved drastically as well. So, it's Friday. I'm on my way up to my friend's place. So, just banging out this podcast while I drive there. It's like, it's super sunny out. It's like 10 degrees out. I'm wearing shorts and a sweater, not even my winter jacket. That's how nice it is. I don't remember the last time I wore shorts out. So back to the main topic of being burnt out. I'll be, this is going to be a very transparent episode. I learned a lot over the last couple weeks, over the last month or two about myself, about the way I operate, about the way I operate in the world and how I treat people. I did a lot of reflecting over the last week or two and I 
I genuinely feel a lot better now. I do feel a lot better. Um, like, I, I know I haven't posted a whole lot on Instagram at all either. I've been pretty MIA off Instagram. Haven't done many podcasts. Just, just been taking a lot of time to decompress and chill out a little bit. Which I've been doing. I'm really good at chilling out. So... I'd say the burnout started in, like, end of October, beginning of November. I kind of started to feel that fatigue. And I, I just kept pushing through it. As I... Like, November was probably my busiest month this whole year, which is great. That's, like, that's always what I want, right? As a, as a business owner, as a coach, like, you're looking to be busy. Like, I don't... My goal is I don't wake up and say, oh, I hope I'm not too busy today. Or I don't look into next week and say, oh, I hope like I hope I don't have that many sessions next week. No, I wake up and I'm like, next week I want to have this many sessions. Okay, I had that many this week. Okay, next week I want to have even more. And that's just kind of the way it is, right? So for me, I realized that my biggest, one of my biggest strength, strengths, or a couple of my biggest strengths, what I would consider a strong point of mine, and what other people would probably tell me is also a strong point, I found that those strong areas are also my weakest areas. And maybe this is the case for all of you guys out there, I'm, I'm not sure, but I I never thought about it like that, and I only realized it as I was getting burnt out from being so busy and not giving myself the time to recover so that I could bring the energy I wanted to the outside world. Like, for me, that's super important. And I just wasn't doing that. I wasn't setting up my day so that I had time to relax and chill so that I could perform at my best when I needed to. So I realized that one of my strongest points is one of my biggest downfalls as well. So that strong point would be, there are a couple actually. So one of my strong points is planning ahead. I'm a good, I'm a big planner. I like to plan ahead. I like to know exactly what's on my schedule, I like to know how much energy I need to put in to each activity just so I can prepare for it. Like I like being prepared. I I definitely don't like being unprepared. I like going into things kind of knowing okay, this is what's going to go down, this is what I'm expecting to do, and this is how it's going to play out. So, in a lot of ways this is really good, but in a lot of ways this can really um, go against me as well because things happen in life sometimes things pop up right and we don't have control over those things and me being someone who likes to have all this control sometimes when things pop up that I'm not prepared for I get really thrown off I get really anxious I get really stressed out about just not being in control of these things 
So that's what I mean when I say that one of my biggest strengths, the ability to plan and the desire to plan, because I know a lot of people don't even have that desire to plan ahead. Like they just don't like to do it. And I get it. But for me, I like to plan ahead. I like to know what's going down. I like to know what to expect. But I found that this is also a big detriment because when things do happen that are outside of those plans, I'm not as flexible and adaptable as I should be, in my opinion. Another one of the my biggest strengths is also one of my biggest weaknesses. So in addition to being a big planner, liking, I like to plan ahead. In addition to that, I also am very critical of myself and others. I'm very critical. I hold very high expectations for my own performance as well as other people's performance. And I think this is a strong point because because of the level like because I hold myself to such high standards, such high expectations, I find that this helps me continue to push forward. Like without holding myself to such high expectations, high standards, without expecting so much of my, from myself, I wouldn't have that drive to continue to improve, whether it's my coaching ability or continue to improve in my own training or continue to improve as a human being and just how I operate in this world and how I treat other people in this world. Like without holding myself to such high expectations, I really don't think that the drive to be better would be there. So in that way, this is a really strong point for me. But in a lot of ways, I definitely have the tendency to get into my own head a lot like I'm always thinking and I, I realize that I have a such a hard time turning that off so as a as a small business owner basically I'm the business um, as a coach as a self-employed person I've said this before, there's always more to do, like whether it's shooting content, whether it's um, generating more leads and reaching out to prospects, whether it's programming or just some kind of business development or self-development, there's just always more to do. And I'm so like, so aware of that. And again, I think this is a good thing, but at a certain point, it can become very detrimental. And actually, this is one of the quotes I heard recently, and I really enjoyed it. This applies to everything. Just like every other poison in life, it is dependent on the dosage. So this I really enjoyed because you can you can kind of um, apply this to everything, both inside the gym and outside the gym. For me, I'm so critical that, yes, it's good, and I hold such high standards, it's good, but if if I do too much of that, then it becomes detrimental, right? Just like if I do too much planning, 
then it becomes detrimental. And on a nutrition side of things, or doing drugs, or training, lifting, so on a nutrition side, like salt inherently is not bad for you. It, it is beneficial for our body to have sodium, right? But if you have too much, then that's when it becomes like toxic, poisonous. That's when it becomes detrimental. Just like if you have, like one donut is not gonna kill you because of the sugar content. But again, depending on the dosage of how much sugar you're consuming, are you, one donut is very different from 12 donuts. And then in terms of lifting, like squats, squatting is inherently not bad for your knees, right? It's actually good for your knees. But if you squat too much, say you try to squat 12 times a week, at a certain point, the uh, it reaches the point of diminishing returns, right? So I really enjoyed that. Like, just like every other poison in world in the world, it's it depends on the dosage. Um, drugs like caffeine, inherently not bad for you, but too much can be bad for you. Um, and just like every other drug out there. Anyway, or where was I? Huh. <laughs> it ha- that happens sometimes and I'm kind of out of the podcasting groove it's been a couple weeks since I've recorded one so just like that's why practice doesn't make perfect practice makes permanent so where were we I was talking about being too critical of myself and others being critical of others, that's something I've, like, really improved over the last couple of years. That's something, like, I was so aware that I was so critical of others, and it, like, it didn't feel good. So, sorry, there's a, if you guys hear the sirens, there's someone, there's a truck coming up behind us. Let's let that pass. Alright, it's done. So, just like being very critical of myself like sometimes I'm too critical of myself and here's an example like I'll run a and this uh this kind of goes back to thinking too much just being so I didn't know I really didn't realize how much I think about work all the time I really didn't realize that until like it reached a point where it was too overwhelming for me And I'm sure some of you guys have dealt with this as well, and I'm just trying to learn ways to alleviate this. Um, So if you guys have any suggestions on how you guys deal with it, I would greatly appreciate hearing those suggestions. Like, I've put a couple things into place, which I'll explain to you guys. So an example is I would run a session, say 6.30 a.m. session, boom, done. 7.30 a.m. session, done. Okay, two sessions down. And before those sessions, I'd be thinking about what I'm going to do in those sessions. Okay, I want to do this. We're going to do this with my my peeps. This is the goal of it. This is how I want this to play out. And then, boom, we'd play it out. And sometimes it goes accordingly. Sometimes it doesn't. So then after the session, I'd be auditing myself, like, okay, how did I do? Maybe I didn't do so great on this one aspect. Maybe I wasn't happy about the way I was communicating or trying to communicate with someone. 
and I I can like really get into my own head about that stuff and then after that it'd be like okay well I have a session I have three sessions tonight so and I'd be kind of down about myself about maybe I didn't communicate as well as I could have and then now it's like okay I have three sessions tonight let's get this right this time and I just like just all this anxiousness all this stress about how I want to how I want things to play out and that's definitely something I'm working on now now that I'm more aware that I do that all the time I just need to learn how to chill the fuck out really so that's I think a lot of that just like holding those standards holding those expectations too closely I think that was really fucking me up and in terms of scheduling like the as a coach it's a long day right I start at 6 I start at 6:15 a.m. first session and then yeah we get a couple of breaks during the day but my last session ends around close to 9 p.m. so like it's a long day although there are breaks in between it's it's just a long day in general so for me because I want to get busier like as I was saying earlier in this episode I want to get busier I want to be busy like I want to I want to um, have a lot of students where and then I want that opportunity to teach those students right so as someone who wants to be busy like when I, I use Google Calendar and when I set up my schedule for the week or I'm setting up my day the night before, I'm trying to fill up the schedule, like I'm trying to fill it up to the max. Like I I don't really like to see too much white space on my calendar. That's just the way I am. I guess it's just like this desire to feel and be productive, right? And I guess I'm not, it's not always effective. It definitely is, but maybe to a certain extent, right? So anyway, for me, I'm always trying to fill up that schedule. So now one thing I'm trying to do a little better is I will schedule in a coffee slash chill break. So I've now, every day I'll try to do like a one hour block or a two hour block of literally I'll write coffee, chill, and the goal is to just completely not think or plan or do, just like really try to turn off and um, detach from that work flow. So that's one of the ways I'm trying to, um, I guess, counter my natural desire to just think about working all the time it's just as a coach it's a 24 hour it's a 24 hour thing it really is whether it's people hitting me up to ask questions whether it's me hitting other people up to ask questions like it really is you're on all the time so that's one way I'm just trying to be better about scheduling certain time blocks where I'm completely not thinking about anything or at least not thinking about work so still working on that um yeah always always constantly working on myself and just becoming better at 
doing things. Just becoming better at operating in this world. That's always that's always been like the underlying thing. So I'm glad I got that out. Like I've been thinking about these things a lot and I I get really down on myself when I know that I haven't performed well in my opinion like I don't know from my from my clients or students perspective maybe I am doing well but for me I'm just so hard on myself whether the biggest thing with me is probably how I communicate with other people like that's that's definitely my biggest challenge and the biggest thing I'm working on just communicating better with other people so upon reflecting on 2018 I realized I hope you guys have started to reflect on 2018 or maybe you've thought about it but you haven't done it quite yet and I want to provide you guys with a couple of questions to ask yourself and actually asking doing this exercise really helped me out a lot in realizing a couple of these things that I've already mentioned so upon reflecting on 2018 I asked myself a couple of questions first of all I listed all the things I did well in 2018 all of them no matter how small no matter how big just kind of acknowledge what you did well this year and then after you do that acknowledge what you didn't do well this year or what you think you could improve on so that was the first part of that just reflecting on 2018 what I did well what I didn't do well and then I kind of dove deeper into asking myself better questions so I'd like I think you guys will benefit a lot from asking these questions to yourself question one what brings you joy and then just write down three to five things that bring you joy so what brings you joy super simple second question what do I absolutely have to do before my last breath I thought that was a great question that really when I wrote out my answers I was like wow I I wasn't even aware that those were the things that I so deeply decide, desired in, in life. It was like, what do, what do you want to do before you die? Basically, right? Okay, question three. What kind of person do you want to become? And what kind of life do you want to live? So what kind of person do you want to become? And what kind of life do you want to live? I thought these three questions were very powerful, were very helpful. It just helped me identify like, okay, what brings you joy? What brings you actual joy, happiness, and fulfillment? And then what do you absolutely have to do before your last breath? And then what kind of person do you want to become? What kind of life do you want to live? And when I wrote down my answers to these things, I was actually really surprised at like the things I wrote down like for me what brings me joy for me it's doing the things I like to do which would be hanging out with my family hanging out making sure everyone's happy like I want my family to be happy I want my friends to be happy 
And so hanging out with my loved ones really makes me happy. And then what else makes me happy? I, I like to train. I really like to train. I like to... Physical activity is very fulfilling for me. And then travel. Travel is probably the top thing. Like, super fulfilling. I like to... Like, going on adventures and just exploring. That brings me a lot of joy, brings me a lot of happiness. And it's very fulfilling. And then in terms of, like, what do I have to do before my last breath? Like, the majority of these things that came out of my, I guess, my mind and my heart were travel-based. Like, I want to see these certain places. I want to explore certain places. And I really... Like, I knew I enjoyed it, but I didn't realize that these were the things that I would um, instantly gravitate towards when I ask myself these questions. And then lastly, what kind of person do I want to be? And what kind of life do I want to live? And <laughs> honestly, like in terms of a role model, um, I just want to be like my dad. Like my father was, my father is one of the nicest people I know. He, um, very kind, very, very loving, very caring, and just treats people the way, like treats people the right way. Just really good at that and um, provides for the family works hard to provide for the family, sacrifices his time, his energy, so that everyone around him is um, has everything they need and is in a good place. So, and then in terms of like what time, what type of life I want to live, basically I, I want to be that person who works hard to sacrifice for his family Uh, provides the family with everything they need and is just gentle, loving and for me it's just like projecting love into the world and as I mentioned I'm very critical so I'm really working on like not being so critical towards other people and maybe giving them a little more love something I'm really working on it's tough it's um it's really tough for me so that's definitely like answering those questions I was like oh my god like these things it just helps to think about these things because then it's like okay what how can you improve on these things right like what have you been doing to improve these things and what haven't you been doing and then let's do more of the things that will help so I think doing that exercise was very important because it provided kind of a a vision for how you want to live life, how I want to operate in life, and like what is important to me. And because you're able to establish that vision, then from there you can kind of create the goals that you want to achieve in order to work towards that vision. And I think in terms of setting goals, because it's like, it's the new year or the new year is coming in terms of setting goals, 
I think it's really important to have that vision of how you, the kind of person you want to be, what you think is important to you, and what, yeah, what is important to you, what brings you joy, what is fulfilling for you. I think that having that vision, having that clear vision is important so that you can set goals that align to that vision. So that's something that I've been really thinking about over the last week or two. Again, I've been completely off of work for the last couple of days now and it's it's been really it's been really invigorating. Like I really needed this break. So I'm working on taking uh, more regular breaks throughout 2019, just setting up like actual days off. Because for me, days off in 2018 kind of meant like, okay, Saturday, I'm done work at 1 p.m. So I'm off from 1 p.m. to the next morning at 9 a.m. And that's like, that was the extent of the day off. And that's not really a day off, which I now realized. (laughs) So honestly, although like the last, although November and December and the start of December was really tough for me. 2018 overall was an awesome year. I I set out some really challenging goals for myself at the start of 2018. I hit some of them, some of them I fell short on, but overall I feel really good about where I'm at, where I'm at now versus where I was at a year ago. And just looking forward to continue building, building to become better, to become better as a person first and foremost become better as a coach become a better um, partner boyfriend become a better son brother and a friend that's really like for me that's always like at the top of the list just becoming a better person overall so that I can spread more love and positivity into the world so for me i think that's it for that i mean this is episode 48 i did set out a goal of doing 52 episodes which i'm not gonna hit but that's okay it's still better than zero so 48 episodes in i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast this year I've got a couple things planned for next year in terms of bringing on more people for interviews and collaborations, but I really do hope that you guys enjoyed the podcast this year. If you guys have any favorite episodes or favorite topics that you would like to hear more of or just any feedback would be super helpful for me. Um, Whether you want me to stop doing these episodes in the car, whether you want me to actually sit down and do them, (laughs) let me know. Like, as I said, any kind of feedback is very helpful. This was only year one, and we have many more years to come. So I seriously appreciate the support from you guys. I really appreciate the fact that you guys take your time take time out of your out of your day to listen to my podcast really appreciate that really appreciate you guys sharing it with other people and i just 
it's still um it's still a weird feeling when people come up to me in person and they're like, "Yo, I listen to your podcast. I really enjoy it." Or like they'll kind of bring up something I shared about myself. And I really enjoy that. That like really feeds really fuels the fire to keep going. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys very much. I hope you guys had an excellent 2018. I hope you guys are taking steps to improve yourself in whichever arena of life that would be in. Let's bring on 2019. And until next time, peace.